seven, six, five, four, three. Good luck, Scooby. The quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it is it deep? Is it deep? But that boy, he's not all that shy. It's right. Shee. me, Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. Six hundred and two. Six hundred and two. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? I'm all right. Um, well, you may have noticed from the title of this episode that this isn't the originally scheduled episode. Well, I had to make a decision. Having finished the uh, first part of the review of the year, I still had two days, two days left of the year with time to edit but probably not enough time to edit part two. So I thought, if I want to get another episode out, I do have some recordings that I made on Christmas Day and Boxing Day, and I could share those with you to give you a bit of a break before we get to um, part two. Um, so so that's what I'm going to do this episode. Um, I've got three chats to share with you, and, uh, well, let's run the theme music, and when I come back, I'll tell you who they're with. All right, run that theme music. Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> yes, but it's a positive thing for the highlights, the Shy Life. You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, Paul. I mean, I'll go anywhere for potato. Delicious. Hello, campers. How are you? You quite like a big bang, don't you? Oh, yippee. Go Shy Yeti. It's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> I'd like that. Yeah. <laughs> Marvellous. Marvellous, Paul. So, listeners, um, who are the three conversations with? Well, the first of them is with Callum, recorded on Christmas Day. And then, following that, we have a chat with Mum on Boxing Day. And then, a chat with Harry, also on Boxing Day. So, uh, yeah, that's really it. I don't think it needs any more announcing. So, uh, let's get on with it. And uh, let's hear what Callum's got to say. And I'll speak to you again at the end. The wordle wasn't at all Christmassy today. What was it? Well, I can, I can tell you now because, you know, well, I can, well, you could still do it though. Okay. Uh, it's it's um, extra. There's nothing to do with Christmas. I went for Mary to start with and it wasn't Mary. Oh, God. And um, I was talking to my friend Charlie and he said, the Christmas wordle wasn't at all Christmassy, was it? I was, mm. no, it was leading you astray by making you think it would be 
or Santa. Thought it was Grinch. The Grinch does work. Is the one who does work. Um, have you been watching any Christmas TV? I watched. Um, well, I watched Motherland. I wanna... Oh yeah, I watched that. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, you were you, you expecting the mum to wake up? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> but, no, well, that wasn't the sad bit. Sorry, was Yeah, no, I don't think you would work at, wake up. That'd be too happy. <laughs> uh, I, I I kind of forgotten that uh, Joanna Lumley was in it sometimes. So, that, but that so that was a, an extra like special Christmas gift to have have some Joanna Lumley. And, uh, yeah, it was it was it was quite good. It wasn't like fantastic or anything. But... <laughs> I, I saw a stupid hat the the, the lady got. Yeah, I'm worried about all that food going to waste though. When 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 the mother died, what, what happened to that food? Can they carry the food over to the other house? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it looked. It looked they should just had the food first like they called the ambulance um, the the um they did well get an ambulance <laughs> yeah, well yeah um oh, but it was quite topical wasn't it because they referred to the king they must have recorded it in the yeah I wonder, yeah i wonder if they, yeah, there was they, something else there's something else with two things yeah. yeah um i think i i mean they could have added, added those lines last minute but it shows they must have recorded it after august was it August? Yeah, yeah. There was definitely something I can't remember what it was now, but yeah, there was something else that made me think, "Oh, it's def- definitely made this fairly recently." Did you watch Inside Number Nine yet? I did. I had to watch it with the sound off a couple of times. Why? <laughs> 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 yeah, you know scary. I find that program. Uh-huh. I mean, after the the bad owl, one, my God, uh-huh. that was disgusting. Wise owl. Yeah, public information one. I mean, I know they are doing a new series of Inside Number Nine. I don't know whether it literally is on next week or whether it's a gap. I, I don't know. Yeah, because my mum said, oh, this is supposed to be the first episode of a new season, but I don't know. Oh, that's how they've labelled it on um, iPlayer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I don't know. I don't know how, if we get it immediately. And also in Motherland, I don't know whether there is any more or whether that is. Also, the way they called it last Christmas made me think it could be the last one, but... Um, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't expecting the Motherland to be on anyway. But, uh, no, no. Uh, so, are you very scared by the inside number nine? No, because no. <laughs> <laughs> you knew it was going to finish in a few minutes. If you hadn't had the Reese Shearsmith, the Reese Smith, the Reese Smith, Smith, Smith um, uh, character, it wasn't that. It wasn't that much funniness so it probably would have been scary but i think the the, the line that made me laugh most of all was about um boneless bucket yeah. <laughs> did i tell you about no yeah. but, uh, i think that's probably a general uh, feeling boneless banquet kfc boneless banquet and i don't know you probably wouldn't watch the ghost story for christmas that would be too scary wouldn't it? oh i don't know when has it been on yet Yes, that that was on. Is that the Mark Gatiss one? Yeah, that was on the same night as Motherland. I didn't well, watch anything live. I just kind of knew it was coming, and I went back and refreshed things. And how long is it? Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. I might watch it with the sound um. off, and then watch <laughs> well, it with the sound up. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it has it has um, 
it has a guy Jason. I can't remember what his surname is. You yeah, Jason probably, Watkins. Yeah, Jason Watkins, I'm trying to think it? what you would what what you would know him from. But he's done everything, isn't he? But I think yeah. I don't know him from being human years ago. But, and he's been on Doctor Who. But I don't. Well, what else he's been on? Lots of things. He was in. Um, oh, you might have watched Line of Duty because he was in one of those uh, series of Line of Duty. And I think he was in um, was it WIA or one of those. Well, London 2012. I'm sure he popped uh, yeah, up in, in 2012. Yeah. Um, his character is quite humbling anyway, so it's not too super yeah. serious. Um, but the 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 acid test of of these adaptions is um, it, it falls to Toby to tell me because I was because he off they often change things. Sometimes they add characters or they yeah. Um, and, and you know we. we we don't. We we officially disapprove when that happens because, not like there's loads of versions of M.R. James stories. They ought to be as authentic as possible. Anyway, um, it passed the test. Toby said it was pretty authentic. He kept pretty much to the story and didn't change anything. So, whereas last year he added characters and sorts. Uh, this is a less well-known story, isn't it? This one. It- yeah, but apparently, um, yeah, because they haven't. Other than doing whistle when I come to you again with John Hurt about. 10 years ago or so they haven't remade any of the ones they did in the 70s it's all been ones they hadn't done i haven't read many of the actual original stories but uh so, so i i don't notice if they've changed them but uh i usually enjoy them and then I, but then i ask and then if i find out whether toby's disappointed but yeah it's set in sweden that story but i don't it was hard to tell i don't know that they'd have gone away to sweden to film it mm. um the only other thing that I know about that I haven't seen yet, and I'm not sure when it is. Is the Detectorists Christmas special? Yeah, that's a is that a movie length or something? I uh, don't know because I I remember they were saying that came up the other day that uh, they weren't going to do any another series of it. No, but then lo and behold, there was a yeah, Christmas it, special. But it's on tomorrow, isn't it? But I don't oh, know. Oh, is it tomorrow? I think it's Boxing Day. Um, I'm tempted to watch the whole thing again because Toby had never watched. Detectorists. Um, oh, I watched the whole thing. Yeah, I watched. I watched it. My mum, I think, watched Detectorists. Um, so somebody told me about it, and I watched it. But I can't remember a thing about it really. Not like specific episodes. And I think it's been like long enough ago that I, I probably watched it when it was in its last season. So it's probably been five years or so since I saw it. So I kind of that usually means I've forgotten. Yeah. It. Um, so I might watch the whole thing, but I don't know if I'm going to fit that in between. Before I think I'll just watch this up one, and then I'll decide. Oh, I might go back and watch the other ones. But I watched them all here. Um, obviously, they're all on the iPlayer, so I can't remember if there was a new series just come out and watched the old ones. But they, yeah, it was all on the iPlayer anyway. Yeah. I mean, have you watched Ghosts? No, but comedy. I'm kind of been like mood for. I mean, uh, it's not. I don't think it's very funny <laughs> you have to play, yeah, a lot of people to, like it it's very popular but I, I, yeah i think toby and lisa like, i think toby liked it but i got the first season and i want and i think maybe it, it might have been a birthday during the pandemic like during the lockdown and I, I just don't think i was in the mood no but then watching motherland just shows that when i'm when it's something i'm excited about i i did enjoyed it so inside number nine i watched still well i guess inside number nine there's always a chance of it being quite grim so that's that 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 kind of takes the edge off it if, if I'm not in the mood for the humor side. I don't know. It's partly because I'm doing. I'm spending my pod, the podcast is always so silly as well. I think I just want something different, but I don't. I don't automatically go to humor anymore. So. Hi, mum. It's me. How are you? Merry Christmas. Okay. Merry Christmas. Past, future, and <laughs> present. Whatever. I've got like the, the cat of Christmas. 
past here. Yeah. Which one are I you here? Which, which one are you? <laughs> well, he was past by the time he woke up yesterday. <laughs> he was sleeping until five o'clock. He's got up a bit earlier this morning. <laughs> but he's looking very beautiful for the uh, yeah. for having had his extra sleep anyway. Mm. Very smart. Yeah. I hope I look like that when I'm his head. Well, perhaps not. <laughs> <laughs> for years <laughs> are you dribbling are you dribbling I'm not sure he knows we're saying nice things about him don't drip oh dearly <laughs> <laughs> oh, your grandson cat <laughs> he's very happy obviously extremely pleased with everything <laughs> um, what have you been up to then um, Apart from cuddling cats, mainly cuddling cats. Watch, watch, watch some TV. Do you watch any of the Christmas, the, the Christmas TV? Uh, what did I see? I saw the the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. I may have got that in the wrong order. Is that a cartoon? The animation. Oh, well, yeah. the an- animation, dear. We won't call it a cartoon. I just imagine cartoons are Tom uh, Jerry. Yes, a, a comic, but it was. It was very deep. Mm-hmm. Be kind to everybody was the message. What else did I watch? Um, I'm a bit behind, actually, with some things. I've got them um, ready to, to watch on, on my iPlayer. So um, I haven't seen uh, the Ghosts Christmas special. Well, as you haven't watched it, it's a bit difficult. But they're haunted by these, these people that had violent deaths over the various centuries and they've had a modern day story with the ghosts involved and then they've had a series if not two series where you actually it, they reenact what happened to them and so they've been all through that so sort of probably about as far as they can go with it but yes i enjoyed it um i haven't seen inside number nine that's on my list um i saw motherland which i'm um, I'm not sure whether that may be the last series because it's about time the children left primary school and went to secondary school, I should think. So no more meetings for the parents outside the gate. But that was a very, very black one this this time. I was worried about all that. A death I was, worried, was involved. Pardon? I was worried about all the wasted food. I <laughs> only dropped on the floor food. But... <laughs> Yes, yeah, so, they, uh, they didn't show what happened to the food that got left in that. Did the food get transported across? Well, yes, yeah, certainly the ones that ended up on the floor did, didn't they? Didn't yeah, they? what about the food that was fine? <laughs> I um, I was surprised this evening there's um, Death in Paradise, which I follow the series, very light-hearted, but it's nice to see warm, warm sunny scenes, beach scenes and landscapes this time of year but also the BBC have put it on the same time as the Detectorist is on they've given um, the Detectorist four stars in in um, the TV Times and five stars to Death in Paradise but why would you so they're obviously quite popular both programs although the Detectorist hasn't been on for quite a time but why would you put them against yourself the same channel I suppose most people can do catch up but I thought the they rating. could, I mean, rearrange the schedules a bit. I think the ratings have been very low. You know, the highest rated things were like three or four million. 
except for the King's Speech, which had about 10 million. Yes. I suppose it's just the effect of so many using streaming services and also so much of a proliferation. I, I was I was looking at some, um, they, they, they'd had it on before, but it was an interview they did with David Jason, and he reckoned the episode when... He and um, what was his brother's name? Del Boy and Rodney. That's right. When they learnt they'd they got three million or four million or something, yeah, because of something they found. I I didn't watch it actually, and he reckoned that has been the highest rated program that's ever been of about twenty six million. Watch that. But then that was in the day before the, the it was it was just terrestrial television. But nevertheless, that was pretty good going because that works out about a fourth of the population then. Well, there's also some families who just have the TV on in the background, whether anyone's paying attention or not. They just have oh. the TV on constantly, maybe even with the sound down. Uh, so, you know, they, they might be getting ratings, but, but not... Um, I don't understand how they can get the ratings anyway, really, but it's, it's just polls. Anyway. People say anything to get rid of them anyway. So, Did you watch the ghost story? Uh, we, watched, James? we watched the MR James well, I think we watched that together. We probably watched Motherland together. We watched Inside Number Nine together. I would have thought. I can't remember. He's here so often. I can't remember when he's not. He, after a certain time, he doesn't just sit for five minutes like he used to. He he'll sit <laughs> for hours and hours and hours and hours. He goes into a little trance, probably. <laughs> he, just, he was watching something, and Toby stuck his head round the door and tried to get his attention. And I had to say, oh, "Stop looking at the TV. Look at you've got a visitor." And he, he's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> but then he hopes that Toby Toby plays people with him, and then it's always really sad when it, when he's finished, and you can hear he's gone. Sometimes he Toby can tell he's gone back, but sometimes he's like, "Is he going to come back again?" Like, <laughs> he's gone now, dear. He's gone. <laughs> I mean, there has been an awful lot of films on, but oh. I quite I quite like it, you know. But um, some some films I've. I can watch right through to the end. Some I get halfway through and think, oh, I'll do something different now. I'll come back to this later. No, I mean, I haven't watched some of it. They had Marilyn Monroe last night, so they had um, Some Like It Hot and what was the other one of hers? Seven Year Itch. Oh. No, um, it's mm. gone out of my head. Yeah, but anyway, they, so they had back-to-back Marilyn Mon- Monroe and um, a great, they had black and white great expectations this morning. I noticed, but they sort of, they can't have, it's too expensive to have live things and shows going on all the time. You can't uh, expect it. Oh, he's going to sleep, bless his heart. Oh, close your eyes and go to sleep. It's very comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I watched my Christmas horror films that I always watch, Black Christmas from 1974, and then another one from 1974 called Symptoms About woman in the house going slightly losing the plot deals losing the plot but that's very autumnal that's i think it must have been recorded i don't know late september into october or something because the leaves are on the trees and they're yellowing but then in some shot i guess that you know it's going to take a while to make a film anyway sure in some shots the green leaves are still a bit green so i don't know like they don't all change at the same time but sorry probably puts hello hello it probably it may be it made me think that if it was made, if it was, if it was released in '74, then it could, it, and it was recorded the previous autumn, say. Colchester's winning. Who recording? Oh yeah. It could well have been filmed 
when I was about to be born. Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. It came out in 74. It came mean. out in May, May well, 74, so yeah. it could well have been made in October, around October 73 or something. Although I can't find any exact film like recording dates. Hi, Harry. It's me. How are you? Happy Christmas. I'm Sorry. fine, darling. I'm all right. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Um, Dealey's sitting on the table across the otherwise you'd see him. Well, the listeners wouldn't see him, but uh, he has been making his uh, presence known. <laughs> well, actually, he's been oh. not, he ha- hasn't. He's been, I talked to my mum, he was there the whole time, but he didn't say a single oh. word. How, how, how was your mum? Yeah, she was, she was right. We were talking about uh, some of the things that she'd been watching or that was going to watch. She quite, oh, okay. she surprises me because she kind of watches things that you maybe wouldn't necessarily expect a nearly 80 year old woman to be watching but um like killing killing eve she probably well she, i don't think she that's on a streaming so she probably service so she probably wouldn't but she watches thrillers and stuff like i mean i remember, always remember she used to watch taggart and things like that which is always full of murder and things um yes no but she watches things like inside number nine which can be a bit um on the edge sometimes, or a bit sort of yeah, a bit naughty. Um, and she likes Motherland, and that can be a bit naughty. Uh, I haven't been able to see the Christmas special yet. I sort of started like five or ten minutes in of, of Motherland. Uh, yeah, it seems okay. It seems all right. I, yeah. You have you can sort of tell the episodes where um, this this episode wouldn't have been written by uh, Graham Lennon, but the other some some episodes have actually been written. Or part written with yeah. uh, Linehan in it, and those are just excellent. There was one where it was like a a, a Mickey take of um, the government's COVID response um, to I think it was nits in school or oh, something. Yeah. <laughs> the response to nits, and it was an, it was just a Mickey take of um, of the government's COVID response, where they all sort of stood at podiums. Yeah, um, with various messages sort of draped over the podiums, and you can sort of tell when it's like it's very good quality um, sort of writing. I don't know if this was any good. I haven't seen this. Yeah. I haven't really seen this one. It, it was, but I don't, I don't think he's had. I don't think he had a lot to do with the later episodes, anyway. Because mm-hmm. the other people, the, the ladies who write it, are all kind of well known. Is it Sharon Horgan? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure she was involved. She's always involved i think but uh, yeah uh, of course joanna lumley appeared in it and i kind of i knew i knew she was in it sometimes but i kind of forgotten that so it was like a, a sort of an extra christmas gift to have a bit of joanna on, on christmas day or, or around christmas even though she was yeah yeah old. yeah she's pretty was she, was she someone's mother or yeah or, she's um... the, the the posh woman's mother um and she's probably as bad as as Patsy in her own way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Although she doesn't have the, although she's not drunk all the time like Patsy, so she just has even less of an excuse for being a horrible cow. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it was quite a sad episode, actually, but I will not say too much. Do you watch Inside Number Nine, or have you still got all these to catch up with? Uh, I haven't seen the latest series of In Some Inside Number Nine. I do like Inside Number Nine, but you know the bits that I saw. The one that I really remember, which is probably about three or four years old, was the one where it looks like it's uh, uh, narrating over a DVD, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, 
Yeah, I guess I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't reveal what it's about. <laughs> Someone sees it. Yeah, this this was um, a, this was more of a spooky one. Although Reese Shearsmith's character um, was more the comedy element. But if you've taken his character and his and and his wife character out, um, it it could almost be a a straight, um, well, relatively straight straight com- uh, scary ghosty story. So. Mm-hmm. But it's clever. Have you seen the? Um... Have you seen the uh, the new Doctor Who trailer? Yes, I saw the new Doctor Who trailer. Yeah, I wish mm. we didn't have to wait such a long time. It's not going to see that. Yeah, yeah. Like... Is it is it November twenty twenty three that it's coming out? Or... Yeah, cause that's the actual anniversary. But I think there'll be quite there'll be two or three episodes around that time. Um, I'm kind of glad that they're <laughs> revisiting the um, the Donna Noble um, uh, storyline. Um, Eric said to me, oh, I do hope that they're not going to actually kill off Donna. And I was actually sort of saying, said to him, actually, do you know, that would be a, actually a much better ending for Donna Noble than what actually did happen to her in the original um, series. And it's quite nice that David gets to come back and play it because it, it, it's like... I, don't, I suppose everyone knows by now that certain Doctor Whos of the recent kind have been big Doctor Who fans, like um, yeah, yeah, David Tennant, and I think Peter Capaldi was a big fan as well. Oh, um, massive fan! Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah, I think he was in like there's pictures of him, like he was in the Doctor Who Appreciation Society in the seventies and things. Um, but oh. those two particularly were Doctor Who fans before becoming involved with the show, so it's quite nice that they get to yeah. well certainly do we don't know who else is coming back but um it's certainly nice that david gets to have a play for a bit longer because yeah um, totally yeah i agree i know it's a silly thing but somebody said when he came back for the 50th anniversary which was a few years after he'd left he somehow didn't look quite right goodness knows what his actual hair color is because he never appears <coughs> with it graying or anything I, I i don't know if he he probably would be by that by now but but he always mm. has colored hair in whatever he's in but not necessarily the same color so when he's in like good omens or bad omens um, yes that's right yeah uh, he's got yeah. like blonde hair and in something else he might have a so, so uh, I guess when he did Doctor Who, he'd have it. He's had he'd had his hair a different color, and when they dyed it for Doctor Who, they didn't quite get it the right color. So I think, oh, they didn't quite get the right hairstyle either. His hair doesn't look quite. It looks more more floppy than rather than spiky, and and, and yet now, right. and, and, but people people were saying he looks more like the Doctor for the 60th anniversary than he did when he came back in the 50th, even though he's another 10 years older. And I know, <laughs> what, they, I know what they mean. Anyway, it doesn't really matter if he's not quite the same any, as he's not the 10th Doctor at this time. He's the 14th Doctor. So I, I think really they need to come up with a better... <laughs> there needs to be... I think there must be more of a story behind the um, closed regeneration. Yeah, sure sure I feel like there's more more than what we've been told. Um, because it, it feels like it's been a bit of a misdirection, really. Uh, of course, we watched the last Jodie Whittaker episode together, didn't we, when we were in Kent doing our... Yeah, and I think we noticed at the time that it seemed very strange that basically all of her stuff clothes suddenly disappeared, and suddenly he's in, like, a blue suit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, so it just didn't... That bit of it, just... I think there's still probably more to be revealed about about that side of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually, usually they don't, they appear in whatever, whatever their last 
person was wearing, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that there's been comments by RTD that he didn't want to sit, have a man appearing in women's clothing, but that doesn't seem to make any sense doesn't to me at all. Doesn't make sense because her clothes weren't particularly female anyway. They were no, exactly. She, wasn't, she was wearing trousers. Um, I think there's more to it, Paul. But yeah, anyway, no, we'll also, well, no, sorry. When the master, the first, the master by played by John Sims did that thing. He was wearing he was wearing all sorts of clothes because he was wasn't everyone turned yeah. into the master or something a bit daft um, <laughs> in that last David Tennant story. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, I'm sure there is. Um, well, we're probably going to go and see Violent Night tomorrow. I think I've maybe heard of that. What? It, what is it? Is it a horror? I, I think it's probably Santa with guns. I think okay. I uh, don't know for sure. Like Santa meets Die Hard or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, we we just sort of have these binges. We just go through sort of Netflix comedies and and Disney stuff and whatever. We're doing um, uh, only murders in the building. Oh, I love that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've done. We've done season one. Yeah. And we're a few episodes now into season two of that. I love the theme music really and that. the whole title sequence. Uh, it's one of my yeah. I think. I think the um, the interplay between the two uh, main uh, male characters is quite is quite good actually. Steve and I don't, not sound patronising, but Steve Martin's very good for his age. I can't believe yes. how physical he he still is, and he's like it is. Like, so is, is the other one Martin Short? Yeah, or? he's like his early seventies. But uh, I, I, I was—I'd never heard of Martin. I probably have heard of Martin Short, but I wasn't really sort of aware of him. And I just thought he's um, very, very, very funny. He's done. Yeah, he's done a lot of. Com- he's done a lot of comedy, but he's not probably as famous as Steve Martin. At least not over here. No, I mean, I, I wasn't. I, I hadn't really um, heard of him, and uh, yet yeah, that he's got that particular character mm-hmm. down really very very well indeed yeah. it's like uh, like the constant showman yeah. um yeah i just watched something called the devil's hour on prime yeah. it's got peter capaldi uh, it's all a bit a bit trippy and sort of I warmed to it. I wasn't sure if it was just kind of because it was kind of like, oh, it's what, what's happening in it isn't what's happening, and a bit sort of too too clever for its own good. But actually, but I saw watched the first two episodes and then had a break for a few weeks whilst I was at my parents, and then I came back to it and watched the last four episodes. And but actually, it's it's not a standalone series. There's going to be another series or two more series, I think. So it's got connections with. Stephen Moffat, but I think he must be hidden somewhere in the back. I think his wife produces it, but well, I was sort of when I first read about it, I thought it was one of his shows. But I think he's probably only an executive producer, or I don't even think he's. I don't even see his name credited. So I think the only the only reason I knew, you could tell from looking at the screen is that I recognise the name of his wife, who's also a TV producer. But, you know, I think I watched quite a lot on Prime. Yeah, um, and um, thank you for your. Christmas beer. Um, listeners won't be able to hear, but I'm wearing my bobble hat that came with it. It's actually it's quite tall. I wasn't expecting got... to have a bobble. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's purple, the bobble. And I wear it in bed at night when it's cold, uh, which at the moment is most times. Um, but um, I've had about four out of, I think it's 10. Is there 10 or 12? I can't remember. I remember, yeah. Um, but I've had, I, had, I just, 
grab two at a time and put them in the fridge. There's not much space in the fridge at the moment for Christmas mm. food, but I had chocolate and banana stout, which was very yummy. I had strawberry and cream stout, which was good, but not as good as the chocolate. And, and then and I also had peanut butter and banana, which was nice. Um, and uh, just a blonde ale, uh, no, blonde beer, which I like, generally like anyway. So, but they are quite, they do, do range quite a lot in alcohol percentage. So, um, so far, I've, as I've just taken them randomly, I've not had two of the very alcoholic ones together. I've had, yeah. had a, a, a quite alcoholic and a, a medium alcoholic, but, uh, but I definitely could feel it after and one of the stats. <laughs> In a good way. They're all different ones, aren't they? They're, they're, oh, they're think, all. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'm taking pictures of the cans as I'm going to post. When I've had all of them, I'm going to post them on Instagram because that'll be. If it's ten, that'll be just right for the amount of pictures you can put on an Instagram story or whatever. But uh, I shall post my my favourite names as well of all my favourite flavours. I've got another two ready for later. Yeah. But uh, do you have any more anything of of Christmassy note to? Uh, to, to, to add or anything well I've got a present here I'm going to open it now oh. <laughs> in fact I've got several presents I've got, I've got one of two. I think this is a beer I think this is a beery one because I asked my sister I didn't know what I wanted as usual but I said because last time they got me some some cans Amazon like real ale but I think opening it now yeah British Brewery real ale, real ale edition um, I'm out of I got some from Nick and some from my yeah. parents. Well, I didn't bring all my parents' ones back because it was too heavy. But I, I'm gonna, I'll open this one. I think it feels like it'd be a diary, although I don't often get a diary. Ooh, well, oh, that was my present to myself. My uh, my ITV racing diary. <laughs> it didn't used to be ITV racing, did it? it no. Well, th- there was the Racing Post one. It used to be Channel Four as well. Oh, it is a diary. Skittens, kittens. Oh. Uh, I mean, there's no actual reason for me to get a racing one, really, because actually, it's just a different way. I'm, temp- I'm tempted <laughs> to, uh, although it's not always that easy for me to write with a pen, but I'm tempted to keep a little diary, use it, and but use it as a not as a diary, not as a diary for appointments. But I mean, it's sort of yeah, you could write. Oh, I finished a podcast or went to see Callum, or mm. I could. I haven't done a diary like that for years so it's not it's not like the diary i found with 1990 which had lots of space but yeah i might keep it i might use it for that because i think if i start it as an appointment diary i'm just going to use it for a couple of times and then never use it again there's one born <laughs> oh, born. born born oh that's born. long that's a big bottle oh, it's not or is it not as big as it looks it looks very big it's, it, it's, it's quite wide and it's a scottish one i won't get them all out now but we're gonna have a game in the fridge anyway yeah, uh, I think we've we've got a few things. Um, yeah, and Toby's doing his his risotto buffets and stuff. Um, what time's that? Probably in the next hour. But because uh, uh, I couldn't see any um, Christmas top of the pops. Well, certainly not today. So whether it's somebody, online yeah. only. Some, no, somebody was talking about it maybe being on yesterday. Right. Um, but they said it was more like an episode of the one show. Um, like, but, but then they'd stop and do some singing. I mean, but, or they were chatting, maybe they were chatting with singing guests. No, I mean, not the one show, but I don't suppose it was the one show people, but they said it in that it's very much a more 
not like a t- typical Christmas top of the pops, but yeah, yeah. Um, I don't the first time that. it's noticed, I, I can remember it not being on. Yeah, I mean, Christmas Day anyway. I've got lots of, I've got lots of um, songs um, I liked in 2022, but but I don't know. I don't think hardly any of them um, yeah. were, were ones that uh, were ones that that were, were actual hits, other than yeah. that um, Harry Styles one, which was number one yeah, for yeah. which I, yeah. I liked. I think that's quite like that. Yeah, pretty good Harry Styles ones. I'd, I'd listen to the the top 50 on Pace, which is like all the indie uh, ones, but he comes up in that really as well. But I sent you a few of them. The um, yeah, Mitski was, I think, was probably my, my favourite one. But I, I think you know her anyway, but that Caroline Polacek, I don't know if you know. Don't, I'm not sure I do. Yeah. Um, I was going to find... Uh, my list. I never got around to it, ordering it. About six months through, I did a first six months and I ordered them, but then I've added other ones. Actually, maybe I should just, uh, I'll just do it off the playlist. Um, I've got a 2022 playlist. Uh, it's quite, it's quite, it's, it, it's quite um, a good mixture of like younger, new, newer people and, and some of our old favorites who are, who are back again. Oh, uh, well, but, but, but Betty Boo, uh, uh, Betty Boo's in there. She had a, she had some new songs. So for, the first one she released was called "Get Me to the Weekend," but it it takes a sample from "Fascination" by Human League. It kind of works quite well, but it's hard to tell whether it, if it hadn't have if it had didn't have that. Well, I've always liked Betty Boo rapping. It's well, she's always fun. But um, I some my Roiksop. Um, I mean, I'm skipping ones that. The more Bell and Sebastian's. I liked all of their singles. Wet Leg, obviously, I liked them. The, that mm. first, uh, one of the singles from that Franz Ferdinand, was that a greatest hit? It's Curious. Or mm. like, yeah, I think so. I like that one quite a lot. Dubstar, they've, they're back, they've been back, and it's, I like the, feel, the feeling, there is no music, that was a good one. Mattiel, Lighthouse, Everything, Everything. Narina Palo, she did some quite good ones. Banana Rama, they did some good ones. Um, uh, Harry Styles. There's, I do have quite a lot about 60 different suede and I quite like the first single of that yeah. um, uh, uh, Per Gessel from Roxette is now doing PG Roxette and there's a couple of songs from that I liked Katie Tunstall I liked her stuff Tegan Sarah Sophia Lispex they did a good single Jessie Ware um, Dragonette who I used to, well I like um, they, they came back so it's Quite a lot of people who are... Oh, Bertine Zetlitz, she did a single. Um, she hasn't done anything for a while. Um, Altered Images, Mascara Streaks, that was quite good. Um, Biss, of course. Um, Beach House. Um, I don't think there was a Shed 7 one this year, but I, I think there might be one coming out soon. <laughs> the, the the more recent ones, I I can't remember who it was. The Beaches, they're a girl, a girl band, but sort of, they're more like the weird stuff from... Girls Aloud, or or a little, or or perhaps more guitar-y, a bit more banglesy in places. Um, uh, I, I also, I'm not sure if they pronounced the the wave. It's not. It's spelled W A E V E. That's Graham Coxon and his girlfriend, Mary Man. Yes, who is oh, Rose Eleanor Dougal, who is in the Pipettes, probably around the time we saw the Pipettes. Yeah, yeah. Um. um Z Machine, a song called Habit. My friend Adam sends me lots of tunes as well as you. And, and the, the last one I mentioned, I don't know how well known he is yet, but I think he 
Rugby. Lauren Berry, um, I was playing Fortnite, and this is the trouble with Fortnite, is that you sometimes hear a song when you're in a car, the radio comes on, and and there's different genres, but you often hear quite a good song, and you think, well, what's that? And and if, when I always have my headphones in, so after a few, sometimes you hear them again another day, but you don't know, I tried to find like a list of music that well, there's probably too much to expect a list of music played on Fortnite because you still wouldn't. But I try and note a song lyric and then Google it. And sometimes I found songs. Mm. But one day I was playing and I kept hearing this song and it it sounded like it was something from, turns out it's called Greta's Inn. Um, and then I found it had an EP and it's definitely got 80s sort of um, echoes. But it sounds like another a band from the 80s and I can't pick, I can't, I'm going to say the Cocteau Twins because they were nonsense lyrics mostly. But um, I don't know what band it reminds me of. A little bit the Sundays. Um, anyway, pop. I, I had, yeah, sort of dream pop, definitely dream pop. And, and, and yeah, and I, I had to. In the end, I managed to middle of a game of Fortnite, driving around, being worried about being shot, uh, and I, I had to pull the microphone, the Shazam. headphones out, get me get me Shazam out, and just catch it. But and 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 it, and it came up, and when it first came up, I was like, well, that sounds like a, a weird title. Is it? Is this? Is it real? And I went onto YouTube and it was. But I tweeted, I tweeted the song a couple of times, and the person who did the song started following me. So, so I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you get on, how you get on the playlist for, for Fortnite. How, how, whether they, they support quite new people or, mm-hmm. as well, or, yeah, I just wish they put the name of the song or have it scrolling in the bottom, or you could find out who the song was. Yeah, must be a way of finding it out because. Yeah, I think doing the way I did it is is for the moment the most uh, I got a present from my brother well I asked for it I, I decided I didn't want to just ask for a, a film because you could easily ask for a film and it costs like 15, 20 quid or whatever if you if it's new and and this Grimm it's six seasons and it was only about 25 pounds so well, that's, value for, that's value for money I hope I like it you can, get, you can get around to watching Breaking Bad. For... Uh, I know. I again, I do. I do want to. This is um, this is detective, but it's kind of it's also mixed with Grimm's fairy tales. So I think the things he's investigating are kind of weird monsters and things. So it'll probably be okay. My sons and daughters box set has arrived. The last season has arrived. I had a message saying it arrived in the UK. It's going to be sitting in a cold warehouse over Christmas, waiting to. Uh. Because there's no post. So, I don't when know. you're, as I told you, when your um, beer was supposed to be delivered, because I got nice texts from the um, parcel force saying, "Oh, it's coming out today." And it's yeah. left the depot, and then you said nothing had happened, and I had to like click on the link, and it said, "Oh, unable to lo- locate address." <laughs> so, and then and it said, "It says go to advanced help," which I. I couldn't find at all. Uh, and anyway, I was trying to scramble around, trying to find any kind of phone number. And it was for the depot in Aldershot. And then you, I rang that, and then it was an automated system for quite a while. And then eventually I got through to some person. And he said, yeah, they couldn't find the address. And I said, well, I can assure you it's it's there. <laughs> and and and, I, and then I started trying to describe it. So I said, it's ground floor flat. He said, what ground floor flat? Ground floor flat, he said. You hadn't said it's a ground floor flat before. I'll put that in there. So all, well, you don't normally have to do that. He, he started accusing me of, uh, <laughs> you know, making it confusing for the, the driver. <laughs> I said, well, it's not really a block of flats. 
It's like a, it's, it's a maisonette. They wouldn't know what a maisonette is. Is there, is there any updates on your winter garden? Is there any, anything going on out there? Is it all having a sleep now, like this cat? <laughs> uh, well, there's nothing much out there. There was some winter jasmine out there. There's some, um, I got a pink flower by the gate, by Burnham which suffered by with the um, frosts, but it seems to be sort of reviving a bit now and blooming, which is nice to see. And there was a, a white flower, white shrub, again, once we had the really hard weather um, for the week or 10 days or so, that saw those off. But actually, I don't really celebrate Christmas. My my best day is the 21st of December which is the uh, winter equinox shortest day and now we've got we've got past that five days past it and we'll start looking to see the snowdrops appearing mm-hmm. and then the crocus and I sort of look forward to that more than Christmas really because to know that it's going to start gradually getting lighter very look- gradually I looked out the window um, of my bedroom t- today and I noticed there was a, a tree that looked entirely covered in leaves, but but, but all yellow. yellow. I just I think we've had the, I don't know if we've had enough wind to blow some of the leaves off the trees. It just looks like a completely full tree of li- leaves, but they all look orange or, or yellow. Um, they don't seem to have fallen off yet. Uh, well, there is one uh, in the house opposite us. I can't. I don't remember it. Its name is something which is liquid amber. I think they call it a common name for it. And it's late before it gets its leaves. Late spring, but it hangs on to them much longer, and um, and it really gorgeous colours, all, all sort of amber yellow tones, but. That last cold bit, or the winds with it, um, has got rid of all of those. But it, if it's in a sheltered spot, it might be, it might be that. But I don't know what the proper uh, name for it is. But it's just, I'm sure it's just whatever the trees are that line the road up to, up to my, well, passing by my, my flat. So I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't think it's anything. The silver birch trees <clears> hang <throat> on for a long time, but. No, it's not they've that got the yet yeah, they've got the white bark. No, it's not one of those. It's whatever sort of lines are our roads. So, but uh, I don't know. I mean, it's only one. It's the only one I can see. It might be that lots of them haven't lost their leaves yet. But, uh, mm. I don't know. Anyway, well, I suppose we we better go, Dales. Mm, you you catching up with Harry at six? Are you? Yeah. Will you stay, Dios? <laughs> he looks comfortable. Hmm. Have a nice chat to Harry and catch up with his Christmas. Well, I'll say goodbye and um, I'll speak to you again soon. You're going to say goodbye, Dee Dee? Waving his tail. No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Just go away and don't be so noisy. You're boring me. <laughs> you can't hear you. Oh. I've got my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> it's not getting a, enough attention, are you? 
Okay, catch up with you sometime in the week then. Bye bye then. Bye. I, I, I didn't realise that they'd done any more. I watched two episodes of uh, Kunk on Earth yesterday. You know, Philomena Kunk. Oh, yes, Kunk. Yeah, yeah, they've yeah. Done, they've done a new series, Kunk on Earth. Is it good? Yeah, it was from sort of September, I think. I didn't know. It was, it was only because when I watched Motherland, it kind of recommended I watch Kunk. I thought, oh, this is just old stuff, isn't it? And then I looked and it was more recent. But yeah. It, 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 I, do, I do like Philomena Kunk. Uh, it can get like a little bit samey. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it can be sort of total cringe sometimes <laughs> but there's just some wonderful ones when she did the uh, documentary on time mm. you know uh that was that was outstanding um, <laughs> she's slacking off cave paintings for being unoriginal <laughs> <laughs> and there's lots of put downs of i mean it's all written by Charlie Brooker and a load of other people. So I don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really miss Charlie Brooker. I really miss um, the uh, those was it the Screen Wipe um, series. I mean, he did um, those documentaries on Netflix, didn't he, for like the review of the year? But did he do one this year? I don't know. I don't know if he's done one for this year. The last two documentaries were were good because they were like Hollywood um, version almost. They had like famous people and really famous people in. I mean, I was really grateful when he did the uh, viral wipe, which was the screen wipe uh, during COVID, mm-hmm. because I mean, obviously that was a her- absolutely horrendous time, and um, he did that basically with his wife. I think the wife's Connie Huck, and I can't. Mm-hmm. I think that's the right name. Yeah. Um, who's uh, been on Blue Peter, yeah. and um, they just did some wonderful skit comedies together within that uh, viral wipe. And sure. it's I'm just sure what I we needed. Yeah. I'm not sure I was aware of that one. I saw oh, Have I you saw, seen it? I don't think I knew about that one, but I did I did okay. see the um the ones that were the 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 like twenty twenty one and twenty Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll see if I can see uh I don't know where you might be able to see the viral viral wipe. It might be on a BBC iPlayer somewhere, mm-hmm. possibly. It was it was outstanding. Mm-hmm. And it was um I think it was in November 2020 or whatever, mm. once we'd had so many bloody lockdowns and it was just, oh, thank goodness, got Charlie Brooker back. But he just seemed to have gone quite sort of quiet. I um, don't know if he's doing, I don't know if he's writing any more um, Black Mirror. Black Mirror, horribly. <laughs> he's not done any for a while. So. Yeah, it's gone very quiet. But he was, he'd done, <laughs> but he'd done, he was his, he had his name on that new Kunk series, so so was super working okay. on that. I mean, that was they were filming all over the world for that. So she got to, well, it looks like they did. Um, she, yeah, they're certainly filming in in Italy and, and Europe and probably wow. other places. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, it's definitely worth watching. Um, mm. I have to be in the mood for comedy, but she usually she's usually sort of. Uh, um, oh, that's it. It comes to me funny bone deal, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our listeners, I hope you enjoyed that episode and our three chats. At one point, I was going to save them for extra material for the New Year's Chatterbox episode, but I think that's going to be a long enough episode in its own right. So, yeah, I think it makes sense to release them as a 
as a shorter episode for you now. Okay, right. Well, next time I promise it really will be part two of our review of 2022. And uh, yeah, and then following that, definitely the New Year's chatterbox. Okay, you take care. Join us again soon. Bye-bye for now. Well, put that was a nice episode. You did quite a lot of chatting over Christmas. I did, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm always up for that. I kind of miss doing my uh, live shows that I used to do on Christmas Day and New Year's Eve. But uh, really, um, there's nobody listening. It's too late. Oh, Paul. Well, not totally true, but uh, anyway, the New Year chatterbox will uh, more than make up for that. Oh, yes, Paul. So how much more mention of Christmas will there be? I thought we were banning it this year. Well, we kind of are, kind of have, but, well, turns out Christmas is unavoidable. I'm afraid it is, Paul. I'm afraid it is. I'm not actually sure what everyone got up to at Christmas. Oh, I don't think it was worthy of mention. <laughs> no, everyone had quite enough after Yudgeness and the whole business with Tallulah, I think. Oh, yes, definitely, Paul, definitely. Ah, dear, right. So is that it, Paul? Uh, I think it will be it. I can hear the theme music coming. But we, we do have um, one little extra uh, before the end of the episode. Uh, we've got a new piece of Muffly on Tour music. Uh, I think it's called Maths Club. Maths Club? Oh, gosh. Why is it called that? Um, I think I should know the answer to that, but I don't. Oh, dear. Okay. Well, we better go. Yes, we better go. Listeners, um, enjoy Muffly's new music. And when we come back, it'll be 2023. But we'll still be talking about 2022. Oh, dear Paul. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye for now. Goodbye, listeners. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. I've got to go now. Bye. Bye. I want to go with you. I've got to go. Bye. Goodbye, 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 goodbye. It's been good, but yeah, definitely time to come home now. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh dear, <laughs> what's going on now? It's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univazpods.net.
this little poems. <laughs> I think the Shayette is marvelous. Oh, such a gentleman. over some lovely books for Ick to eat. <laughs> 602, 602, 602, I, I don't know. I don't, it's like he puts out 20,000 episodes a month. 602. Oh, I must just got word on. That's not bad. She did it in three, I think. <laughs>